Hello and welcome to Randy in Real Life. I'm real excited about today's episode, and I'll be honest with you, it's been influenced by my other podcast, the Bible 365 podcast. I don't know if you're subscribed to that yet or listening to it, but I want to encourage you to go check it out. I launched it right before the beginning of the year, and all I do in less than 25 minutes a day, usually ends up being 18 to 20 minutes a day, is I'm reading through the one-year Bible in the ESV translation. That's it. I read the scriptures. It takes anywhere from 13 to 15 minutes. And then I give a very short devotional. It's already in 38 countries and has over 16,000 downloads and it's nationwide. So God is just really blessing it. So again, go check that out. But I have to tell you this, that every day I do some readings, a lot of them through the one-year Bible, and then I choose one passage or verse, and that's what my devotional is on. And it's just a normal devotional. But there are so many passages sometimes where I'm like, I don't know which one to choose. Or I want to go a little bit further, but I really can't on the Bible 365 podcast because it's designed to read through the scriptures and give a short devo. And so what I'd love to do is go a little bit deeper into what today's devotional was on the Bible 365 that hits tomorrow. And it's out of Psalm chapter 40. And I can just tell you, this has wrecked me for years now. It's had a heavy impact on my life. And I think about the people that are out there, that you're in a pit of destruction or despair. You feel like your feet are all caught up in miry clay. And no matter what you do to try to wiggle out of the situation, you just can't. And I was in that same place years ago, and I cannot express enough how wonderfully amazing our God is and how he stepped into my situation. And I know that he can do the same thing for you. Some of you, maybe you're listening to me and you can testify with a hearty amen because you were also at different times in your life, maybe you were in a pit of destruction, despair and in the miry clay and the Lord also has delivered you. A long time ago, I wrote a post on Facebook out of Psalm chapter 40 and I wrote, basically six words from David and six action statements of what God did in response. I'm going to go ahead and read it now. Just three verses, Psalm chapter 40, verses one through three. I'm going to read out of the ESV and I'm going to reference from the NLT as well because it's so powerful. So let's go. Psalm chapter 40, verses one through three. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the pit of destruction out of the miry bog and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see in fear and put their trust in the Lord. So let's start talking about it a little bit. David said, I waited patiently for the Lord. Doesn't it seem like sometimes the most difficult thing to do is to just wait and not just to wait, but wait patiently for the Lord. And we can see here from the passage that waiting patiently does not mean silence. He wasn't silent while he was waiting patiently. He wasn't sitting there slowly, just kind of twiddling his thumbs or pondering, but he was crying out to God. So it says here, I waited patiently for the Lord. It says he heard my cry. So there's a cry 
that was coming up. Now, he was in an impossible situation and a no way out situation. You ever had one of those? Are you in one right now? Do you have a family member who's in one right now? And so he waited patiently for the Lord. Now, waiting patiently for the Lord, sometimes we'll say this, right? I'm just waiting on God, but we're really consulting with the flesh. We're consulting with man. We want other people's opinion, but we're not really there waiting patiently for the Lord. Waiting patiently communicates about a position of trust also and hope. And very important, faith. So he says, I waited patiently for the Lord. And here's what God did. Said that he inclined to me. That's the first thing. The NLT says it like this. And he turned to me. Aren't you glad that he has turned to you? I want to tell you this right now. Because of the cross and the resurrection and Jesus stepping into broken humanity, the son of God, he has already turned to you. He's turned to humanity. Isn't that a good thing? You may be sitting there wondering, does God want to move towards me? It's never, does God want to move towards me? It's, are you ready to move towards God? David obviously was in that position and it says, he turned to me. That's the first thing I want to let you know. If you're waiting patiently for the Lord and you're crying out to him, he's going to turn to you. But then he does something else. He inclined to me or he turned to me. And the second thing, he heard my cry. Some of you never feel heard. You never feel heard by a family member. You never feel heard by your boss. You never feel heard by maybe a pastor or a preacher. You never feel heard by a mother or father. Know this. He hears your cry. Isn't that just so good? That's the second thing. He heard my cry. The third thing that we see here that God did, it says, he drew me up from the pit of destruction out of the miry bog. The NLT says it like this. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire. A pit is just horrible, isn't it? It's a place of destruction. It's a place of despair, and it's just flat out miry, muddy bog. Have you ever been stuck before? And what do you do when you realize you're stuck? Stop trying to drive out. Just stop. Because what are you going to do? You're just going to continue to sink. So he's in this place where only God could pull him out of it, and that's what he did. He grabbed him, and he pulls him up. I'm so grateful that the Lord reached down into my situation and he drew me up. He lifted me out of that pit of despair. He did what I could not do. And that's not all he did. He didn't just, didn't just draw him out. But the fourth thing he did, he set his feet upon a rock. The NLT says it like this. He set my feet on solid ground. Sometimes when you deal with just the flesh and you just talk to other human beings and other men, you can kind of feel like maybe they're helping to pull you out of the situation, but when they leave, you just go right back in the same situation. Not God. He pulled him out and then he set his feet upon solid ground. Not a muddy situation, not in a pit, not in the mire, but on solid ground. And I love the ESV where it says, he set my feet upon a rock. And every time I see that word rock in the Bible, I can't help but think about Jesus. He is the rock of our salvation. The fifth thing that God did, 
says, making my steps secure. Now you're going to love this, I hope. The NLT says it like this, and steadied me as I walked along. That means that he is still there with you. He didn't just pull him out and he didn't just set him on the solid ground and say, all right, see ya, I helped you. But he is there with him, steadying him as he is walking. It's an ever-present presence. Isn't that good? I just came up with that, ever-present presence. I've never heard that before, I don't think. Copyright. Everybody's heard it. Okay, so that's the fifth thing that God did. Isn't that so good? And then here's the sixth thing now. It says, he put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. I love this right here. He put a new song in my mouth. You had a song of defeat. You had a song of discouragement. You had a song that was, woe is me. Uh, you had a song as I'm a failure. You had a song of, I'm a, I'm a nobody. I can't do anything. How, I got myself in this horrible thing. I'm a worthless person. And then he puts a new song in your mouth. And the song isn't about how great you are. It's a song of praise to our God. It's a song of the one who inclined to you. He turned to you. It's the song to the one who heard your horrible cry of desperation for help. It's a song of praise to the one who lifted you out of that pit of despair, the pit of destruction, out of the miry bog and the mud. It's a song of praise to the one who set your feet on a rock, solid ground. It's a song of praise to the one who steadies you, who is walking with you to make sure that your steps are secure. That's the one who put this new song in your mouth. He is able. He is righteous. He is all-powerful. He loves you. He wants to deliver you. He wants to transform you so that you can become more like Jesus, being conformed to the image of Christ. God is working in you. And then here's a little bonus at the end. It says, many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Let me read this out of the NLT also. Many will see what he has done and be amazed. Wow. That means people look and go, wow, look at that. He did that for Randy? <laughs> That's how I feel, right? Many will see what he has done and be amazed in awe. Many will see in fear. They will reverence him and put their trust in the Lord. So just because you might feel like you're a failure, you're a dummy, you fell into a pit, you got into a pit, however you got in that pit, know this, as you begin to wait patiently for the Lord and he begins to go to work in your life, he will do such a work in your life that people won't focus on the horrible pit you're in, but how great your God is. If he did it for you, if he did it for me, then he can do it for others. We have a broken, fractured world today that is desperately in need of a savior. They need Jesus so bad, so much. Let people see the good work of the Lord in your life. Share your testimonies. Let people hear about what God has done so that they can see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Hey, I'm glad to be back more regularly now with Randy in real life. My hope is to post every single week. I'm actually gonna be going live tomorrow in the factory, which is a private group on Facebook with over 170 members. And I'll be recording live, a video live, but I'll also be recording for Randy in real life. So it'll be up here tomorrow. 
So be on the lookout for that. Again, remember to go subscribe to the Bible 365 podcast. If you know some people that really need to listen to the word of God, or maybe you've struggled to read through your Bible, I'm reading it for you. Just come and hear it. Come and listen. The Bible was written to be heard. I believe the Lord can really bless you. Be sure to go check out my website, randygudo.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you want to send me a message, I have a place now on my website. If you scroll to the bottom of my homepage, there's an area where you can message me. It comes directly to my email. I read every email. I respond to everyone. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do that as well. Or our ministry right there on my homepage. We'll be back soon, again, probably tomorrow, with another episode for Randy in Real Life.